Hi, and welcome to the Change Today podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Keela Kadeh. So, Kadeh is my last name, and in French, it means soldier. So, when we talk about Change Kadeh, we're talking about soldiers of change. In my company, we talk about soldiers of change in the place of diversity, inclusion, and equity. But here, it may talk about the workplace, but we may also talk about stories of just change in general from various different aspects of life. Change today is all about stories of change at what times may feel like an upward battle, but people are getting to their places of joy. So here, I'll share some of my own stories. I'll also interview guests who took risks and grew from their experience of navigating change to find their joy. I hope that these stories that you hear today um, will be an opportunity for you to become inspired and maybe a change today in your own life. Welcome to the Change Today podcast. Today is an incredibly special day because this is our first male guest. just want to say that men are great and there are great men, although there are also assholes, but not you. I know. What not a you. way... <laughs> To start it off. Well, you know. Um, but this is partially true though. Thank you, so man. I can I can own our impact. Okay, own the impact. Yeah. I appreciate that. So we have Randy Saraguchi here today, comma JD. I think that's fun to put in there. Yes. Yes. Sure. Sure. I've gotten chastised about trying to flaunt myself as an esquire, even though I am, because I technically don't practice law. And so right. I just, I leave it all off. I'm Are you like, still you know, part of the board? The board? Are you like, what do you call it? The, the bar? Yeah, the bar. The board. Well, no, that's, that's for the meant. doctors, the boards and yeah. stuff. Yes. I'm, uh, you pay your dues? Pay my dues. Okay. And there's an exemption for non-practicing lawyers for the state, New York. Uh-huh. You can, um, you don't have to take the CLE credits, the continuing legal education credits. Oh, nice. Just give me your money. Yeah. That's what they want. They do want your money. They don't want to know it's just. Keeping up with the, the legal modern. Who needs that? <laughs> <laughs> Just your money. Keep that modern. <laughs> well, um, again, we're happy to have you as the first gentleman, not an asshole on the podcast. So how about you tell the listeners about yourself? Well, thank you for having me. Um, and hello, listeners. Uh, my name is Randy Saraguchi, Randall Saraguchi uh, on government forums. <laughs> Um, and I'm the executive director of Urban Ed Academy. Uh, we're a nonprofit based in Bayview Hunters Point, San Francisco. Um, and our goal, our vision is to have every remaining eligible student of color in San Francisco for them to have a male teacher of color before sixth grade. Because there's a tons of good data that shows you get good stuff when you put black and brown men in front of black and brown students. Yeah, which which ties into the fact that it changes the stereotype of men sometimes being assholes. Yes. Right, because you have a positive male influence in your life. Of all the benefits, and you know, we come up with some good stuff, and the research yeah. has come up with some good stuff, has shown us some good stuff. That is not too far down the list mm-hmm. of, you know, not just for, for, for females to see that. You need to have positive influences early. Uh-huh. In general, the the boys need it for other reasons, obvious reasons. 
they need them for reasons too. <laughs> um, but in particular, in these these times of of racial divisiveness, I suppose um, whatever stereotypes have been developed, tropes have been trotted out there around men of color. We could slash a lot of that down mm-hmm. by getting trusting, quality people mm-hmm. in front of our young folks. You you can't grow up to be a bigot if you never learn how to be a bigot. Uh, I think that will be your quote (laughs) (laughs) for the podcast. You will, yeah, that's very true. So before you did a really nice, quick, this is who you are-ness, but um, yeah, so, and you talked about Urban Ed Academy, which is super important, but tell us about you. About me. Oh, okay. Person who likes snow from your East Coast I I do not like snow, actually. That's why you're you know, no, I take that back. In, in general, I'd rather be cold than hot because you can put as many blankets as you want on hoodies. We only got so many layers to take off okay. with heat. So, to that end, I like snow. All right. But you know, snow's the devil. Is it? Yeah. No, that's not true. Black ice is. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I go to New York. Evil incarnate. Yes. Yeah. It's just like you don't, it just pops up and then you yeah. have to walk in it and potentially slip and then fashion choices. It impacts a lot. A lot. I'll be there later this month and my Jersey friend was like, make sure to bring your big jacket. I was like, I didn't need to know that. Like, I know that it's going to be cold. Right. End of October, November. Like, I get that. But I, if it's like snowing, I will not do well. You know, it's a tough reminder about this is <laughs> a tough reminder of the this, this shit you gotta deal with in New York are we allowed to say words like yeah, that? yeah say oh, all okay. the shit fuck ho <laughs> gotta get it all out <laughs> bitches ain't shit no I'm kidding um, some of bitches so, ain't shit though yeah. some of bitches ain't shit right this is, these are important things Just I was gonna say you got the asshole men out there right you got the bitches yeah the bitches the bitches the my favorite general. And the category that I represent proudly is the bad bitches. The so, bad bitches. Yep. With like S H. Yeah. B- bitches. Vicious. But I'm also a bad bitch. Exclamation point. Sometimes period. Depends on what happens. It's one of those like we're gonna reappropriate this word yeah. type deal. I said it at a conference in front of a whole bunch of women. Were there older white women in this group? Mm, yes. Mm. I bet you they like that. They probably I think they did. Yeah. Afterwards. Oh, I just Todd. I love how you just like, I know. Todd, Dr. T- Today said, <laughs> I can be a bad bitch if yeah. I want to. I mean, I've said lots of things like, <laughs> yeah, uh, just the tip and full penetration when I talk about diversity. I find ways to make things applicable and transferable and memorable. So, memorable. You remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Visuals are good for people, they are. So, so about myself. <laughs> You've learned the joys of tangents. I love, I love tangents. So East Coast. East Coast. I'm from New Jersey. Mm -hmm. A little beach town called Asbury Park. About 16,000 people or so. Um, Wow. Yes. It's, uh, it's, there are small towns out there in that place. Um, I grew up in a, in an interesting um, locale and I didn't really know it at the time because, you know, as a kid, you're just, whatever you're experiencing is, is your world. Right. That's what you know. But um, I'm in zooming out after becoming an adult and understanding about environments and communities. New Jersey is a super blue state. 
mm-hmm. very democratic. There are three, there used to be three, I hope there are less now, but three Republican counties in the state. Republican-leaning counties. And Monmouth County is one of them. Oh. And so I grew up in Asbury Park, which is about half black, has been historically one of the more black, blacker towns in the, in the entire state. Um, and, uh, you know, you, I couldn't tell that, you know, based on where I'm from. But in our in our county, it's Asbury Park, Neptune, Long Branch, Keensburg, Keyport, like five, six towns, maybe where, you know, OK, there's some black folks. Yeah. And then everywhere else is not. Yeah. And I, yeah. Um, so it, it's kind of true, maybe, but it's informed a lot of 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 my of my lens in the world. Yeah. Yeah. My approach. And I didn't really appreciate that because a lot of people shit on Jersey. Jersey is fine. Jersey is OK place. I mean, you have given us Jersey Shore. Yeah. Uh, giving you Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. I mean, <laughs> that's, I mean, people, people of color are not necessarily Wait, celebrating I thought this. Bruce Springsteen. He's not from there. Bruce Springsteen is from some other place in Jersey, but he got he made his his name in Asbury Park at the Stone right. County. Okay, cool. Yeah. I got that. Yeah. No, but Bon Jovi is from somewhere. He's like got a crib in Colts Neck or something like that. And you There's know, things he's bon Jovi. I don't know. But okay, I'm sure my bad. There's my people bad. who are listening who are like, Woo-hoo. Oh yeah, woo, woo. <laughs> so I, I, I went on that Jersey tangent to say uh I, I appreciate where I'm from. Jersey's a very diverse place mm-hmm. there in California, the only two majority minority places in this country. Oof. I was told that by somebody. Wait, New York recently. isn't? No. Oh, because wealth. New York City is not New York. And everybody, it's easy to like they right. think like, oh my God, That's yeah, true. New York. I heard what I said. But then Buffalo. The, <laughs> man. Saratoga Springs. Man. Yeah. Come on. I, yeah. Syracuse. Uh, oh, Ithaca. Ithaca. Uh, mm. Rochester. And just... Ooh, I, okay, I'm, I was supposed to keep my hands on my knees. No, so you, I'm not you making could, noises. Hand sounds are fine. We're having a normal conversation. So people yeah. know we're real. This is very cool. Well, yeah. People out here. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely real. Someone, <laughs> like, reach out to me and they're like, hey, if you're, like, looking for an engineer for your podcast, your podcast is great. Like, let me know. And I was like, I'm good. Thank you. Because um, the engineer for this podcast is... Not only black, but also Haitian, which is uh, my island. So not by saying. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Joel. Um, but uh, I was like, no, I like I like the sound and I like the vibe of the podcast because it's conversational. So you're going to have some things that are happening. Sometimes I'm in people's place of work or home. Right now we're in Oakland. You know, my dog can bark. Uh, mm-hmm. The siren will go off. But that's normal shit, so... Because when okay. you have a conversation, no one has a conversation like in a studio. Like, hey, <laughs> let's have a conversation <laughs> a in a studio, yeah. right? Where it's like completely quiet. Like, I don't that stuff like that's not that important to me. Okay. But I do appreciate hustle, so I'm like, yo, I'm gonna hook you up with people who don't have an engineer. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So anyway, um, question for you. Yeah. You have an interesting career because you you <clears throat> did practice. As a lawyer? No. You did? Oh, sorry. I never practiced. You just decided to have extra school to... Yeah, yeah so okay. cool. we, we've been reassessing the <laughs> we being me and, and my past self. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about this debt we took on. And, mm. uh, yeah, I had to say we because it makes me feel better. It's it, like it does. Multiple people yeah, different played points. into this decision. Yeah. But um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I took it. I'm licensed. The, the, the plan was to practice. Yeah. 
yeah, I went. What were you going to like practice in? Um, I was trying to do trial level work, particularly around civil tax law stuff. Um, um, immediately after law school, I did a clerkship. It's one of those check the box things you do, but it was a fantastic experience. I had a black uh, woman as a judge. Wow. Love my judge. Um, but I was not the, um, I wasn't the choir boy clerk mm -hmm. that I think most very fresh law graduates would want to be mm -hmm. for their judges. I was just doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. So she wasn't too happy with me. Um, but shout out, shout out to you, Judge Winston. You're, <laughs> she, she gave me, that was my first job, technically. So do you feel that that was like a, a turning point, eye-opening experience for you? Absolutely. It wasn't your thing? It wasn't my steez. Um, yeah. I was, I was... I was content, constrained by the conservativeness of of the profession. Oof. Yeah. And and I, when I realized that it was impacting obviously white folks, but also professionals of color in that way, mm -hmm. because it's about the shield. Yeah. And like you lose your individual mm -hmm. flavor mm -hmm. effectively. I couldn't do it. Flavor with the ER, flavor with an A. Ooh. I'm gonna say O R for them. Did I say ER? Okay, yeah. <laughs> you, you, did, you did. I have a doctor. I have a doctorate. I have a, I'm a doctor with the OR. With an OR. With an OR. But okay. Yeah, you know what I meant. Thank I know you. what you meant. No, it's all good. Thank you. You read a lot of books, so I did that intentionally for you to know. So sometimes I don't know how to spell shit. <laughs> I'll be up in front of people and I'm like. There's technology for that. Vector. You know? <laughs> <laughs> how do I spell that? Now I just I'm like, listen, I have a doctorate. You know it. I'm going to make, I'm normal. I'm a human. I'm a human. I'm going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, interesting. So, um, so what did you do after that? Like when you decided you didn't want to. Wouldn't want to practice. I, um, I immediately went to Sacramento, California. I don't understand that. Which was, yeah, which is also like puzzling. Why did you do that? Uh, so like the behind the scenes answer or do you want the like. Why I want the behind on paper the scenes. behind the scenes? Yeah. Uh, well, I took a job out there, so it was I okay. went to work for a group, uh, a nonprofit based in Sacramento. So okay. I had to go to HQ. Um, but I broken up with my girlfriend that yeah. year. Um, this happened January 2012. I was like spiraling in this weird like prove it or lose it. Or who Ooh. the hell am I? Oh, God, some what? Not because I heard male shit. It was some male yeah. shit, and 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 there was the recession yeah. that had happened. Right. Um, so twenty, I graduated two thousand eleven. You do a clerkship for a year, and you immediately yeah. go to a firm. Like that's yeah. the typical route. Right. And but firms weren't hiring like that. No. At least folks from my law school. Right. And um, I, we went to a pretty good school, so. Uh, we being the rest of my class, not me and, <laughs> and myself team. again. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> this time it was a class of people that impacted. Uh, and I, I knew uh, there was a chance I would have to look outside the law to get a viable job that I would be happy with. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I didn't have any personal ties to DC because we were no longer together. What school were you going to in DC? I was at American University. Oh, okay. America. America, yeah, America would pretty. It's pretty liberal spot no, for yeah, its name, which is, which is interesting, right? <laughs> um, but uh, it's almost like how America was founded. Lots of different people, but anyway. Just, oh my God! Yeah. Just so many threads. So we many. Can go down on this. So many threads. We'll have you back. We'll go into that. I um, I will take my hand off my mouth. <laughs> I 
I broke up with her. I was looking for a job. And at the same time, I was having this existential crisis about not being a lawyer's lawyer mm -hmm. and what that meant for my life right. at 25 years old. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm all, I'll be all right. Right. You know, at the end of the day, I can take a risk. Yeah. That was also part of it was like, could, if I did this and it went the absolute worst, mm -hmm. would I still land on my feet? Mm -hmm. And the answer is yes. So obviously that was sack. So on behalf of my city, I want to say I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my hometown. But at least then 2012, you know, cool things were starting to happen. They were starting to happen. Starting. They were starting to happen. No, Sacramento is, is cool. But what I heard about Sac up at that point when I had moved there, mm -hmm. they were like, yeah, it's on the uptick. Like, it's yeah. all, all of that. Mm -hmm. But apparently Sacramento had been telling itself this for like 20 years. Yes. Yeah. And 90s. I was like, oh, no, it's not. As soon as I was 17, I was out. Yeah. And I was moved here the Bay. Yeah. But now it's like Golden One Arena is beautiful. Mm -hmm. There's like mm -hmm. a high-end hotel. They're trying to position themselves for an all-star game. You know, which I'm like, my, my city, which I'll be able to go to because I'm going to just stay at my mom's house. You'll be able to go to that. <laughs> yeah. And then quietly, it still is. It's so crazy. We still haven't mentioned this. Mm -hmm. It's the capital of California. Sacramento. Sacramento. Do you know how many times I have to tell people that it's not San Francisco and it's not LA? Probably a lot. Mm -hmm. Probably more than mm -hmm. you should to yep. educate the um, people. People out here are like, oh, that's the Bay. And I'm like, no, the nope. fuck it isn't. <laughs> it is, it's the intersection of two rivers, the American River and the Sacramento River. Yeah. At best, it's the Delta, and you have to boat to the Delta or drive to the Delta. Don't. There's no bay. There's no bay. There's no bay. Oh, Sacramento in the bay. That note they conflated oh, yeah, the two. The bay, so. Oh yeah. No no, no. 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 It's different. No. No. We just got a second terminal. So. <laughs> I don't mean for this to be shit on Sacramento Day Be conversation, fine. but um, I all I noticed in almost every political thing I went to in Sacramento because mm -hmm. um, I used to work for the mayor there. After I was there Wait, at the, at the nonprofit, Mayor Johnson, oh. and it was on his education team and doing some stuff. Saint Hope Academy. No, no. So that he, as For mayor, he couldn't be connected to that. So like, yeah, his like okay. mayoral education team extended no, into another I know nonprofit. Kevin, because Sacramento's small. I'm, I'm, come on, of course you know. As he's it's the guy. Same church, and he worked with my mom, and. He, I mean, Kevin, it's, it's small town shit that's happening. It's a, it's small town shit. Um, and then when he decided not to run, mm -hmm. that's when I had to leave Go. the small town. I was like, <laughs> yeah. all right, it's time. Well, he was having some issues. Well, there was that. That's probably like multiple episodes <laughs> later beyond whenever else. But um, him and other people would always say this was their calling card for Sacramento. Sacramento is only two hours from the Bay and two hours from Tahoe. Yeah. We're in it. We're around. <laughs> I, I like, also <laughs> would say that. I'm like, it's a great place to grow up. Like, we could just go to Tahoe for the weekend or, you know, you didn't get the, it's an hour 15 from Napa, did you? Because you had all these places you can go to. So, but leadership question for, for that yeah. and for the listeners and borrowing some of what my coach tells me about, mm -hmm. which is if you're defining yourself Mm -hmm. As a comparative point to something else, yeah. Do you really know what your definition is? Um. Anyway, that's why I left. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of people are, you know, Sacramento always has a special place in my heart, but that was hard for me. Like seeing even like my mom and 
you know, friends, parents, it was just like, oh, where's your kid going to school? Mm -hmm. Or we have this house or we live in this neighborhood or we have this thing. And they're always like trying to one up each other and compare each other against shit. And I'm kind of like, I'm going to go figure out how I can just wear my hair naturally and not have to flat iron it all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it was the start of the journey of like not comparing myself to other people. So you'd say the seeds of authenticity for you were, were planted in Sacramento? I mean, I guess so. I feel like I have to write a blog post on that. In, so, in some yeah. ways. I think so. I mean, a lot of the, that's a great question. A lot of my transformative, true authenticness and self happened uh, four years ago. Four? Four years ago when I was diagnosed with severe depression. Maybe, yeah, four or five, something like that. Okay. And then I had to learn how to like love myself and like go on this whole journey. I didn't date for a year, which meant I did not have sex for a year. <laughs> and I was like, mm. uh, actually, no, it was 22 months, 22 months. I remember when I broke down, I was like, fuck, I'll just sleep with this dude. Um, <laughs> just to get back in it. I did that so I could get back on, on a dating app. Uh huh. Yeah, um, and then that's when I was like, no, oh, I gotta make sure that I'm good and I cared less about other people. Yeah. But I do feel like the seed was planted with me moving to the big city to move to San Francisco. Because I thought Sacramento was a big city, which I knew was a capital city. You know, we had all the stuff, we did downtown, we had one-way streets and shit. My God, moving to San Francisco, I'm like, I'm gonna die. There's a veer, and I don't know how this is a one-way street, and I went down it the wrong <laughs> way. <laughs> like, you know, trying to figure it out. Uh, and yeah. everybody's yelling at you. Everyone. Yes. You just got to quickly get into a driveway or on a curb. I've done it like three times in my life. And my every time I was like, oof. Yeah. Never again. You have to have a short memory driving in the big city. And, and, yeah. And speaking of the new the East Coast, San Francisco is still like okay in the city compared to New York. Yeah, because DC we have time to figure it out. Right. To have more planning. You know, so, so like, make it smoother. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All that's right. why. So we're in New York, Philly, Boston, you know, even Chicago. Yeah. That's like old shit, you know? And then they're like, where was that? Old Philadelphia. Grades. Yep. Yep. Philadelphia is awful. Definitely. Just, they're like, here's this thing. And you know what? We're going to build a building right here. You know what? This street is almost going to be a roundabout, but not. And then, <laughs> you know, so then that, that stuff is like that's complicated but out here and like we're going out west we're like you know what we don't want to do that shit that new york does or boston does so let's have straighter streets yeah still there's veering because especially when you get to like the hills and stuff well yeah that was god's way of challenging you all mm-hmm. and you made it happen totally yeah these hills are navigable Deep. no joke there was a friend of mine years ago who had uh Honda Civic hatchback, mm-hmm. the, like the round one that looked like a bubble that was commonly in teal and red. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I so do. <laughs> she had it as a stick and we we're up a hill and then it went out and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> is this where I'm going to, is this where I'm going to die? Because I can't, I don't have a drive stick. So I'm like, I, I couldn't help. But then she had to like turn off the car to start it. And there was like a slow thing going back. And I was like, no, it traumatized me. <laughs> for a while so you no, haven't stepped in a civic since mm. no <laughs> absolutely absolutely not still to this day I will not park on a hill I'm like I will drive around to a flat street Get there. and walk up and down the hill before I park on it because it's just like I've always I've had an SUV for most of my time out here so it's been heavier but mm-hmm. okay I have to ask you this is the latest I've ever done this I tend to ask this in the beginning but 
how are you a change guy? How are you someone who is a, a change agent? Wow. Um, it's a really, it's a big question for me. Just answer it. Okay. Okay, I'll I'll just get straight to it. Um, I think I'm a change today because I think I'm bold enough to be wrong and to fail massively for the uplift of my people. And damn it, Randy. It's another quote. Oh, yeah. That was dope. If we get, we gonna edit that. Give me that funk flex heat. Right. Uh, Thank you, everyone. This is a wonderful podcast. Great. We can walk away. <laughs> Drop the mic. Walk away. Um, that's that's some soldier soldier of change shit right there. Because you're thinking about the the people. Thinking about yeah. the people. So pe- people oriented, but then also it, it's taking me a while to get here. But I, we have to win. We have to be hungry for that win. But as individuals who are still learning, still improving, mm-hmm. still maturing in our leadership, mm-hmm. um, I think the level of impact we want to have is a patient impact. Mm-hmm. And our process needs to be patient, too. Yeah. So I said I started with the failure piece of it because I think I was very, very hard on myself early mm-hmm. and not seeing wins. And I, to the point where I almost and this is where coaching is getting better. I almost came out of my mouth and said, well, I wouldn't really consider myself a soldier of change. You know, there are other people out there. I'm more of like a deputy, like administrative, like back end guy of change. I'm more of an admin assistant. I process change. the paperwork for change. Like. I get the coffee for change. <laughs> you get the coffee for change. <laughs> No, don't get the coffee for change. No, I'm drinking that coffee. (laughs) Shit. Um, But it's a, yeah, I I think, I think every black person on this planet has an obligation to do something for black people before they're done. Mm -hmm. I don't say you you don't have to do it forever. No. But you have a mission with your melanin. You do. Are you going to put that on a t-shirt? We should. Shit. Let's get to, come on. Can this is the t-shirt do, podcast. we do this? <laughs> wow. Um, you said a mission for your melanin? Mission with your melanin. Mission with your melanin. I'm going to write that down. Mission with your melanin. Oh, gosh. That's that's something. Okay. All right. Well, we'll talk offline about that. We'll talk offline about um, that. Because that is... I'm like, who do I know? We'll make that happen. We'll make that happen. We will make that happen. And we and have, make that be a mission. We're gonna make that be a mission. Yeah. <laughs> a mission to roll this right. out. And I, you know, just and then I know we we haven't gotten to the the what I do and where I'm from and all those other things still mm-hmm. too. Um, so a real quick one for that because I, I love this tangent conversation. This is amazing. Thank you. Um, but uh, um, I it, UrbanNet Academy's charge for this. Uh, vision we have of mm-hmm. getting a male teacher of color in front of all of the, the remaining students eligible. Um, we are moving black men into the city one by one in cohorts to make sure that they can be there because yeah. this is an inequitable place for not only educators, but certainly right. people of color. Right. Right. So if we have to combine those things, let's go for broke. Let's do that. Um, and I think our um, the main the strongest part of our pitch is not the, the free housing, which is is what we're doing, yeah. creating educator housing specifically for men of color. Um, 
it's the it's the charge, mm-hmm. which is this is a for us bias thing. Like Fubu is Ooh, is done. We're nobody's ever wearing Fubu ever again. Actually, because I just bought a vintage windbreaker. Oh, uh, did you? I did. Okay, I bought it in Philly. Yeah. Hashtag take that back. Right. <laughs> then okay. You'll see it this fall. Dope. You look out, McGraham. Okay, yeah. little preview. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, just because the message was strong then, and it's still strong. it's still strong now. now. I'm just waiting for it to come back. I mean. Fucking baby fat can come in, back. If baby fat can, but you know what? Let yeah. me shut up. Then I'm hating. Yeah, I'm pre-hating here. Damien, it can come out. Bring it back. You're, you, you are being requested. Right. <laughs> um, but we're telling, we're getting them riled up um, at these campuses. We're going to HBCUs only. Mm-hmm. We're getting them riled up. And for the listeners who may not know, I'm sorry. Historically, black colleges and universities. Thanks, Beyonce. You should learn that from Beyonce Homecoming. Yeah. Anytime. I, yeah. <laughs> the the thing that's getting them the most riled up is I have a chance to give back, give right. back meaningfully, and you're giving me a finite way to do it. Right. Like there's not this infinite, like, oh my God, we have to fucking do everything right. for everybody everywhere right. in the black community because we are hurting that deeply. We are. But if you can give a guy a focus, mm-hmm. give a guy a place to incubate that focus quite literally with a sleeping in a dwelling in a job okay. they'll do the rest they will black people care about black people yeah and there's history around that of a sense of community and there's also history around historically black neighborhoods mm-hmm. um that's a whole nother podcast in itself it was ripped apart for lots of different reasons oh you know but you had the black lawyer and the black doctor and the black shoe shop and the black grocery store you know and you had the sense of you know, community, but someone else mm-hmm. who is of a lighter complexion, mm-hmm. aka the white man, was like, "Guess what? We're gonna take your houses, and we're gonna put you in subsidized housing, <laughs> and then we're not gonna give you any more loans." And then, oh no, riots happened anyway. Right, again, and then crack, and then. Well, I forgot oh, about how could oh, I forget about crack? How could you forget how about could crack? I forget about crack. Oh, crack. Just. Yeah. Yeah. So now what's happening with you're a millennial. I've been told that, but I'm not. I'm I'm 33 years old. So yeah. I'm not, I was born I'm in your, 86. I'm your elder. You're my elder. I'll, so, I'll accept that. Thank you. It's your podcast. So. Right. <laughs> did you did you have a floppy disk in college? Not in college. Okay. In high school. Well, um, the, you talking about the B drive floppies yeah. or the A drive? Because they were both called floppies. They're both. No, 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 no. The hard one was the B. The hard one was the A. The A? The yeah. A one. The B was like the, the yeah, bigger, the bigger flimsy, one. like. And then it, they made the smaller, flimsy ones. Yes. Um, and then you got the ones that are really cool that you can lock. I don't know why. I <laughs> why would you? Why, right, right. I don't know, but I get the whole case. It was clear. It was and all the new wave colors. of security oh, at yeah. the time. It was printing shit in the computer lab. Um, anyway, so with people our generation, millennials, um, Gen Xers, they're they're getting back to the sense of community and the sense mm-hmm. of, of FUBU. Um, and it's not, I mean, we could talk specifically about the Black community, but there's other uh, communities that are coming together as well, saying, like, no more. And a lot of it was because of President Twitter, too, of how you have that happen. And also, um, the golden days, like years with Obama, where a lot of... Um, Black people are seeing a black person in a position of power. And right. There's a correlation to the amount of businesses that were opened 
around that time, including mine. Like I was like, well, shit, I could, I could do try. this. I could do, you know, what I'm doing, and particularly for Black women, just uptick of Black women entrepreneurs who are like not wanting to take shit, wanting to either make a product or provide a service that's specific to women of color, women, Black people. Mm-hmm. You. Just interesting. Anyway, you and I are trying to change the world. We're trying to do this stuff. Wait, no, we are not. <clears throat> I say that you can't say trying. I apologize. You and I are changing the world. Yes. Which is important. And another way you're changing the world is that you are an executive director that represents the population, the communities, the clients you serve. Yes. And um, that doesn't always happen. <laughs> I found that out. <laughs> <laughs> so what is that like for you? Because you're in this space, you know, when you do events or whatever with other EDs and you're like, white, 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 oh, mixed, white, Asian, white, 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 black. Yeah. Then you, like, how's that? Well, it's, it's noticeable. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll say that's the first, the first adjective I can give it. Yeah. Um, and it's noticeable, particularly as a, as a, as a black man. Mm-hmm. In particular, and I know you're very super biased towards women and women of color yeah, but here. You were biased but towards you black know, men. I, I mean, well, because we got you know, because representation matters. Because Fubu. Because Fubu. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And and I think I, I'm an ally to black men. I, it's, see, we we will in allyship. <laughs> um, it it has resonated with me um, more deeply recently because I think I've finally been coming into my own as a leader and mm-hmm. confident in raising my voice. Um, uh, or raising concerns or stating my thoughts, right. even if I, even if they're not grounded in fact or opinion, I can respond to things because I've had certain experiences. Um, I think I appreciate now my presence there, whether I want it or not, on behalf of other folks, so that I am dispelling some of these notions mm-hmm. uh, or some of these stereotypes, some of these preconceived thoughts they've had around our capacity. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, I think I've had to fight both that battle of the racial representation piece, the gender representation piece in, in concert. But then as a young person, as a millennial Gen X or mm-hmm. whatever, um, in a room full of 50 plus year olds. Oh, ageism is another fun thing. Yeah. Who like, you don't look 33. No. Yeah, that's a problem. I don't I don't look 37. I'm happy about that. But that's also a problem for some people. Yeah. I was told I needed to gain weight. Oh, get gray to get swole, get, yeah. get a little gray. Yeah. And then they'll believe you. <laughs> I, don't need to. I, don't think, I don't think I need a beer gut no. for you to know. I, like, I'm, my metabolism is slowed down. I don't you don't need that. That would help you in any way. It would, it would harm. It, it would, would only harm. harm. In fact, yeah. <laughs> So the gaining of weight, it, you know, I mean, I, I need to get in the gym, all these other like self-deprecating things I could say, but I've been finding my place. And, um, and I think it's not only important for our people internally, but externally is needed. We need more of us out there because there will continue to be this, um, we, we're allowed to say anything, right? Yeah. This white savior shit that persists and it, it impacts not just the organizations doing the work but mm-hmm. the funders that are supporting that work too mm-hmm. it's like you need to get comfortable with the fact that eventually the right. people leading the people right. leading the work with the people you're trying to say you serve mm-hmm. all have to probably look the same mm-hmm. yeah at some point they do uh yeah i talk about white things all the time white tears oh yeah white savior mm-hmm 
my one of my favorite podcasts. White fragility. White fragility. Um, white women in retrograde is actually what I. White call women it. in retrograde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know how in retrograde everything just goes wrong, and so you just blame it on retrograde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. That's a lot what of white you, women do. Okay. I didn't mean to say the N word. I didn't mean to do something that was offensive. <laughs> I didn't mean to do it. It's just retrograde. It's you know just what retrograde. I mean? It's just retrograde. So anyway. Yeah, no, it's it's real. Uh, which is why I'm excited to collaborate with you on um, how uh, the tipping point community is addressing it with an emerging leaders oh, yeah. fellowship. We're uh-huh. going on year three and I'm excited to have you as someone that these mid to senior leaders can see as like an end game and that it's possible to be a black man, a black person, a person of color in a leadership role because they're working for organizations where they don't see that. Yeah. And a lot of these people who are at the highest level that they can be in these types of organizations that do have the white saviorship founding or leadership they're stuck in a cycle of always trying to prove the point of the reason for something. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, yes, I know, I know you want to address infant mortality, but we also have to address violence because right. if the mom loses the partner to violence or to jail, to prison, to something, or they die, right? Yeah. Then that puts stress on a mom who's going to deliver. So what are we doing about, you know, but white people don't necessarily see these connections as easily as people of color. No. So that's why what you're doing is really important because it goes back to a community model, which we know already works. It goes back to days of slavery. Um, But of making sure that someone has a home, they have money and that they're valued in the work that they're doing and they have a pipeline, you know, to be great and continually excel. Because not only are you creating more teachers for the Bay Area, black male teachers, which is important, but you're also creating pathways for people to be motivated, influenced, inspired by what you're doing, potentially work on the nonprofit side too, or start their own thing. Or start their own thing. Because now they know it's it's possible. And then the black male teachers that you're putting in the spaces are doing the same thing for the students that they're working with, yeah. particularly for the black men, particularly in Baby Hunter's Point, where they're like, okay... This person is a teacher and I don't necessarily have to be one of the greatest hits that white savers play up a lot. Athlete, drug dealer, prison. Anything like to see that. Rapper. Oh, I'm sorry. God, that's a big one. Yeah. Mixtape coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Compilation in the studio. Yeah. That isn't going to be a pathway for them. They can see something else. Not for everybody. Yeah. There might be that. There's, you should. You know, That's true. And maybe. they should put you on and like donate money. <laughs> what I'm saying. If they are on the come up. That may happen for you sooner or later with these new NCAA rules. I mean, not NCAA, but what the state is doing. Oh, the fair to play. Yeah. Pay to play. Pay to play. Fair mm-hmm. to pay to play. Or whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah. Fair pay to play or something like that. It's catchy. Okay. I don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it got the governor on LeBron's show. I know. I was like, where they what? signed the bill. And I get it, because like LeBron, also a tangent, he was that kid. He was the, the high school kid who went into the league, who had access to all these things. So Right. That is, it's actually important. Um, okay, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, 
How how's dating for you? How's dating yeah, for me? in the Bay Area. How's that going? Oh, um, it's slippery. It's uh, what does that mean? <laughs> I just can't grasp something. Yeah, it means attraction <laughs> is is not there. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sure some some of some of the women friends of mine out there would tell you that that's not the case. That I'm I'm walking outside with wet boots. Oh. With, with black ice boots oh <laughs> myself like i'm yeah. deciding to the be sl- to slip um, yeah. you, you, they're probably right they're i mean but you, yeah because it's, it's i mean it's just a i'm i am married to my work i hate to say it be cliche about that mm-hmm. but i'm very much in line with this is this is the maybe the greatest thing I, i'll ever do in my life I'm not saying that's the case, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm operating as if it is. And so I put in seven days mm-hmm. um, and some people get that. Some people understand it. Some people don't. So can we talk about how healthy that is? It's not very healthy at all. It's not. It's not. It's oh, not interesting. So you oh, are self-care is on zero. Yeah. Self-care is on zero. Yeah. Awesome. And dating, dating is connected to self-care in a no, big it way. Is because you're like getting to meet someone. You may take yourself out to eat. Might do that. My, <laughs> no, they're not getting food. They're getting a drink. No, no, no. I'm, I'm a dinner guy. I appreciate. Oh, wow. I appreciate going out having a meal. Have you not heard about my thirty minute date thing that I do? No. It's just thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Yep. Let's do thirty minutes. That's it. Let's if see it how works we... out. Then we can do like a proper date. We'll see each other later. We'll do date one point five. Like that same night. No. Oh. Gotta schedule it in. Because I too am also busy. I'm not married to my work. I love what I do. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's the best job I've ever had. But I also understand the importance of like celebrating all these accomplishments with someone. Like, you know, and they're forced to celebrate me. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Because of that partnership. So sometimes that's like the one thing that I feel is missing. So shackles of celebration. Oh wow, that's another t-shirt. Uh, maybe. Partnership means <laughs> partnership means. <laughs> or maybe a, a bumper, a bumper sticker. Yeah. So well, I, you know, that everybody wants to grow up be every black boy wants to grow up being a rapper and athlete. I still rap, so I got some alliteration tucked away you're, in my you're just, the mic's right there. You're gonna do a little, little freestyle? Not today. Not that's, today. That's gonna be okay. that's gonna be the next episode. No, maybe okay. the live episode. Black, live. Well, the other thing is, I, when I was listening, oh. I'd only heard the ones that was live. And so I was like, I don't know how this format's going to go for so me. So are you jealous? I'm not jealous. I just okay. don't know. I didn't know how to prepare. So um, I had I really just walked in. Just, that's how you prepare. Just walking in. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk in like, I really, you're about to ask me some shit and then like go from there. I, I the, the podcast launch was live, which was fun. Um, yeah. And then another advisory episode. group. Yeah, we talked about that. Or squad. Advisory squad. Yeah. I'm yeah. from the main streets of Sacramento. Yeah. So, yeah. Squad. 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 Um, yeah. You know, it's our first season. So, I don't know why I'm saying we're. I am toying around with different methods. Of how, <laughs> yeah, I, like, got you. I got this how, like, The conversation. Yeah. Um, we are operations director, Vita, and engineer are probably giving me feedback of like, what's works well what doesn't work well i love crowd participation though which is fun and i also like this format too so it's good i like the i love the variation i think you should add a video component at some point who's, has, has, other who, people told who has you time for this who yeah money has time for that Ooh. well 
you got me there. Because <laughs> I do like when like record these things so people can see it. Yeah. Is there value in that though? For sure. I mean, only people if, like Netflix or HBO is like, hey, like Cheeto Queens, you know. True, that's true. I just I would be interested in seeing the um uh seeing the numbers on the percentage of podcasts or the video versus audio only or both. I guess if you're doing a video, it's you're doing both. Ugh. Anyway, I guess I have to look into that. You don't. You don't have to look it's, into I it. I mean, you're you're saying it. It's. I, it, like. I just think that when we talk about representation mm-hmm. and we talk about presence, that visuals are just another way for people to to respond to those things that you're presenting. Do you want me to record you right now? And Do we can just. I'll just post it. Oh, what the, <laughs> this is the, the, the guru.com right. post. Right. Just a little quick do a story, yeah. maybe something, whatever Facebook does. Um, I hear you. I guess my only concern is the joy about a podcast is that you're you can, walking yeah, or driving. To it. Yeah, you don't have to like. What well, can be a dual format? Okay, well, maybe season two. <laughs> All right, maybe season two. Season two, we'll look into I, it. I found you on Spotify. I found this on Spotify. Uh-huh. And Spotify supports some video stuff, at okay. least on Rap Caviar. Oh, that's true. I listen to Rap Caviar. Yeah, and then there's like intermittently yeah. videos in there. Which is a podcast I enjoy because they just, they don't give a shit. They're having it anywhere the person's available. Yeah. So, um, like, one of my favorites is the two-part with Jay-Z, because obviously, but... Um, they're mm-hmm. like in a cafe, just in public. Cool. You get all the sounds. Yeah. yeah. It just seems really authentic. They're like, yo, you're just talking to Jay. Yeah. I mean, as you should. It's because yes. probably 90% of people like act weird in front of him. And yeah. their hands are all sweaty. Oh, and, I don't, know, though. They want to be like, oh, what's up? Yeah. Bro? At a young age, I was introduced to celebrities. Okay. And just told that they are they're just regular ass people they're regular and i was like all right cool i still don't know that lesson they're just regular people they are though yeah uh, yeah I, I my default is to just not even look at them but it's okay too respond. it's okay because they're a regular person that's yeah. there you yeah. just so happen to know their name and right. what they do probably yeah that's right especially now like when i was a kid there was no like instagram so i didn't know they, they just had a kid or right they got a deal somewhere um, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably hella weird though I, I couldn't imagine I actually would love I empathize sympathize uh, with celebrities and not having a private life anymore so Melody Ishani she has Emmy like she has a great line uh-huh. I've been following it for years I met her last week because we were speaking at the same conference and she to my friend Dr. Joy Cooper, who's great. You should look up culture care for those who are listening. Um, she was like, do I know you? And my friend was like, no. no. She was like, are you sure? I'm like, she was like, yes, because I've never met you. And um, I'm a fan of you. And um, But I know who you are. It was just this really interesting thing. But I just talked to her like a regular-ass person. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm excited about your, uh, your deal you have with Nike. I look forward to seeing your... She's also, by the way, 
I work with Nike's ad agency. Just like regular ass conversation. Okay. Yeah. Just regular conversation. Just regular. I also got to deal with Nike. I mean. Congrats on your deal with Nike. Did you see my, I don't have to show you my, my little shoes that I created. Normal. I realized after these shoes that I created to write Dr. Kaday on a shoe, I realized that I need to figure out how to get a, a design deal. So that's. I'm going to focus on that probably before the video <laughs> for mm. the podcast. Okay. But I need to be designing some shit because. Because representation matters. Representation matters. Representation matters. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, that's a whole thing. That's another podcast with fashion in itself. But yeah, it's important to see people of color mm. doing things like in white spaces. Absolutely. Which is what you do. Which is what we do. Yeah. Well, yes, me too. But also, it's this is about you. No, this is this is the Change Today podcast. Very good. Yeah, know that. And I'm a community servant, so this is about Urban Ed Academy. If anything, mm-hmm. I, so I think that's those. That is why I'm here. Uh, I don't want. I wouldn't say I'm non-special outside of that. I definitely, definitely like dabbling in life. So, non special meaning meaning like you know are, how are you a soldier of change right what am i doing outside of urban Ed academy that's like truly putting change out here in the universe yeah. do, you, do you feel you should be doing more i do and that's like the okay. weird that's another weird yeah part can we are you open to some feedback i'm open to feedback um you don't need to <laughs> 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 so punctuated yep you don't need to because uh one you're a black man so congratulations yeah two made you made it past 30 made it past 30 yeah three you're not in prison no right so you've already overcome a lot of things i would not do well in prison i also would not do well in prison yeah i don't like i could be social but i don't i wouldn't want to pick a gang because i just would want to get to know everyone and right yeah, because you're inclusive. I'm in, I'm inclusive. I am. And they are literally built on division. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you, you thrive. In prison. Right. <laughs> I mean, everything in me, like in a past life, I'm pretty sure, like I cut a bitch somehow. Like, so I probably, in my head, I could probably do that if I had to. If you had to. If I had to. I would do it for the culture. No, I'm kidding. I, but a, a healer of mine did say that I was like a... I was always on a battlefield in like past life, so I'm assuming I have some knife skills. You know, can do something with the sword. Very practical skills. Maybe it was bow and arrow. I'm just gonna die in Girl Scouts. So I don't know if they're giving out bows and arrows in the facility. It was the nineties. <laughs> it was a different time. It was a different time then. But no, honestly, like you are um you are enough. I am enough. Yeah. Thank you. And I think words of affirmation. Uh, yes, words of affirmation. But I think like you gotta the the self care thing, you know, is important. Like I, there's times for sure where I'll work seven days a week and I don't want to, but um, sometimes depending on my schedule, I have to do that. Mm-hmm. But I still will find time to make up lost time. So like I worked this past weekend, so then. Monday was a chill day. Mm-hmm. I'm working this weekend, but I'll find like ways to get my my weekend and throughout the week. 
Um, and if you think about work all the time, then it's not healthy. I've heard sometimes stress comes as a result of that. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So you you don't want that. No, I try to avoid it when I can. Mm-hmm. 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 It's good practice. Well, you should. But no, you're you're uh, you're doing a lot, which is why you're on this podcast. Yes. Um, well, I'm, I'm saying yes to doing a lot thing. I'm honored to be on this podcast. <laughs> um, and I wanted to, I wish, I think we're running low, but at some point in time, I wanted to talk about what doing too much or not doing enough looks like mm-hmm. in particular with, with this work mm-hmm. and how we have to have cross-sector or intersectional conversations um, around some of the service work in particular, but, but also everywhere Yeah, that for whatever reason, the status quo and the surviving guard out there, however you define them, Mm -hmm. um, are resistant against people don't want to have crossover appeal No, because it makes them less special. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's, um, I feel like that's a live a live event situation. That might be a live event. Yeah, because I think it'd be important to share to people who are working in the space of, you know, change as um, change makers, people of color, women of color. Yeah. But also really important for people who are in these nonprofit spaces who are in that middle kind of upper management level where at some point they're like, this is not serving me. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard decision to make because they're connected to the passion and the purpose or the, the people they may work with or the people they serve. Right. Mm-hmm. And figuring out what do you do or not, I don't say balance, but finding the harmony in between all of those types of things too. How do you reinvigorate? Do you have like a passion project on the side? Do you volunteer here? But how can you volunteer here when you're overworked there? You know what I mean? Like trying to make it work. I think I, I would go to that because I think a lot of people are asking the same questions around this um, stuff. I think you have to be part of it. I'm not going to just do this. What's for you, sir? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like just having into our networks, right? Like yes. I'm, I have my nonprofit, you know, network, but yours is much larger than mine. So how can we do that? And then also try to incorporate some type of mm. um, self-care component to that talk. We should talk about that. Yeah. I think, um, I think a few a few names are popping in my head, but we can we can take that offline. Let's take that offline. Okay, so we have t-shirt. Let's come on. We got t-shirts. We have t-shirts. We have t-shirts. We have an Multiple. event. Yes. Okay. Now let's do it, and we'll for sure have you back um, to talk more about things about change. About that's a good. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talk more about change, but um, it's really nice to have a a male perspective. Uh, when it comes to change and like being open to change, it's very refreshing. So two things, um, how can people support Urban Ed Academy and how can they find you? Find or fund? Both. Oh, well, um, I would not be doing my job as, <laughs> as an executive director, but didn't mention those things. Um, we are going through a little bit of a digital 
uh, refresh right now. Yeah. So um, I was going to say, if anybody has been visiting during this, hopefully the changes are there. Um, But you can go to urbanedacademy.org. Check us out. Take a look at what our offerings are. And at the very least, we would love to get some time from you, Mm -hmm. either in a conversation or have you visit one of our sites, talk to one of our teachers, Um, easy stuff. Uh, Clearly we take money. We're not, (laughs) we're not allergic to that at all. We're a 501c3 organization. You get that tax write off. It's It's around the holidays. Spend Um, that money down. I'm saying it's what's welcome. We won't say no, (laughs) Um, uh, but finding me, you can find me on, I'm, 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 People are telling me to get better with the social media. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So Urban Ed Academy is at Urban Ed Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and mine is at 11 spelled out. I have I have degrees and stuff too. It's okay. E-L-E-V-E-N of O-F and then 3-8 of 38 i need to change that though because uh, uh, i would be sick if somebody gets like the saraguchi handle out there or like the randy saraguchi handle and i I, I gotta pay them like a hundred thousand right to get it back get your own handle i need to get those back get that so stay tuned yeah so stay tuned I, I like it. And I would encourage people who are on social media just to, in your stories, there's an arrow button. Just do a quick share of Urban Edge Academy somewhere people can know about it. It's an important um, nonprofit that's doing unique, one of a kind things. Um, so I encourage you to learn more about what they're doing. And yeah, I was going to ask you how. You celebrate the little wins, but I don't know if you celebrate little wins. Mm-mm. Yep. See? No. <laughs> <laughs> I could make, I could totally lie and make up, make up how I would celebrate them, but no, I, I don't. Gosh. No, I'll have to take you to breakfast more. I feel like it's one way I, to I, I eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. I know, I've seen it. So. No, that's how I celebrate the small wins. Breakfast. Oh, I, you, I eat breakfast. You eat breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go. I don't rush out of the house. I don't just try to get by on coffee. I gotta actually eat some. Oh, that's important. Mm-hmm. I'm the worst for that because I'm like, oh my god, it's twelve o'clock. I haven't taken my heart pill or had breakfast. It's not good, but I do it now. Avocado toast has been my jam. Avo. Avo. Avo toast. Avo toast. Avo toast. Well, thank you, Randy. You're it's welcome. been wonderful having you on the podcast and to the listeners. Keep being amazing. Thanks for listening to the Change Today podcast. To learn more about Change Today, you can go to changetoday.com. That's C-H-A-N-G-E-C-A-D-E-T.com. And you can follow to learn more at Change Today podcast and at Change Today. Thanks for listening.